Today we're talking about whether or not your marriage can withstand having a homestead. Let's talk about it. Hey you guys, welcome back to Heartway Farms. Today you are literally on a date with us. <laughs> what we call a date. We love coming to a local coffee house called Grace mm -hmm. and it's a local family owns this location and a couple other different restaurants in the area and we love supporting them we love what they stand for we love the quality we love the ambiance all of these things so that's why sometimes we just we're five minutes down the road yeah give or take and sometimes we just pop down here and uh, just sometimes just feel like okay let's take a break let's talk let's talk to each other let's you know without mom kids. mommy yeah <laughs> well, let's be honest, only Jesse does that, really. The rest of them are older and uh, know how to kind of fend for themselves, but right. it's such a blessing to have the big girls at home so that we can do this and have my, what are you drinking? I have a caramel macchiato. This is treat stuff. At home, I don't like any sweet stuff in my coffee. I just do coffee with cream, yeah. but um, I've discovered a their uh, pistachio latte. Right. And I think the reason it's so good is because they use pistachio milk. So you guys can make this at home. That's why I'm telling you this. You can make your own pistachio milk with some espresso and it's really, really good. Yeah. It's just really mild. So we're doing, we're having coffee. I'm having a pecan roll and we're just sitting down chatting with you guys today. And today, <laughs> instead of us talking to each other about everything, we're going to talk to you guys. Um, and the topic at hand today is you know, whether or not a marriage can withstand just the intensity of homesteading, right? Yeah, the added responsibility or task yeah. or however you want to look at but it. But to be honest, any of these, the things that we're going to talk about today could pertain to... And let's not, be too, let's not be too dramatic. I mean, there's been people surviving life on the farm for many hundreds of years, right. so... Right, but, <laughs> but no marriage will survive if you don't do some of these things we're going to talk about anyway. Right. And... Um, and to be honest, we like to be very, very upfront that there have been seasons in our life that have been very challenging. Absolutely. You want to give background story, just sure. a brief of kind of what we're talking about? So we'll, without taking too long on it, we, uh, we've been married for over 20 years. That's and weird. <laughs> we, we have six children, uh, ranging from roughly 17 to seven, make it easy. And we've been through some rough spots. For sure, mm -hmm. like you know, I don't think anything that lasts for a long period of time uh, yeah. goes without having some rough spots. But uh, one of the things was once we had our first child, which we really weren't even in the place of wanting kids, honestly. No, we had declared out loud, and you were just in our talking foolishness. to you guys like we're all on a date <laughs> together. We had declared out loud that we were not going to have children. I. I had some interesting things growing up in my childhood and um, I just thought for sure that I would not make a good parent. Right. And I was like, okay, we can focus on other things and, uh, you know, travel <laughs> travel the world. I don't know, whatever, do mission stuff we talked about. Right. Um, we talked about everything else, but we're not going to have kids. Well, right. you guys know how it works that sometimes the Lord has different plans. So then Julianne came along. Right. We're actually this? in a different state at that time. Yep. Um, and then when we found out we were expecting Julianne, we moved back home to be around family. Right, so we, at that point in time, I think was when it really rooted in us um, a desire to, to eventually get some property and, and, and possibly even like the farm life. Um, and so we started exploring those things and through a season of not being able to find property and um, 
just what we were looking for. We looked at so many prop yeah, properties. Yeah, my mom's years, a realtor, so, so we many. probably looked at, I mean, I don't, over 100? 100 properties, I mean, yeah. are we making that up? I yeah. don't know. It just, it was a lot. And some of that was actively looking, like going and looking at properties, and other ones were just sifting through seeing the, what was the out market. There. Yeah, seeing what um, was out there and But really, it um, what we discovered, in, in to, to break it down and make it a little bit shorter, is that um, that there's seasons in your life where it probably <laughs> probably was the wisdom of the Lord, um, yeah. without getting too deep into it, that... <laughs> that uh, that that prayer went unanswered for a period of time and and was delayed for a season uh, for our own benefit, and um, it gave us um, many years to uh, get through the weeds on some issues and to uh, firmly establish our relationship and um, kind of get in the right direction for things. And, and you guys may not need that no, amount of time. Yeah. We were hard headed and and caused all sorts of trouble for ourselves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it took us longer to get to this point. But it was it's always the Lord's timing in these things. And I know some of you watching may be like in the same position. Right. You may have been waiting and nothing has come of yeah. it. And it's I'm okay. so <laughs> glad that we didn't settle on some of the places that we saw. Yeah. Aren't you glad? Yeah. Like. I remember some of the first properties we looked at that we were so excited about right. when we saw them. And they were way, like, way far away from way everything far away. we were going to be part of. Or the house needed to be torn down. Right. And, you know, you were, because around us, land is very expensive. Right. And you have to, half the time, you need to tear the house down just to be able to get the land and then rebuild. You just can't afford it. It's right. just too much. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I'm so glad we didn't settle. Right. So, anyway, continue. So, we, we had a, I would say in... We had an unofficial list put together of some certain things that we were looking for on a property. Um, we didn't want it to be way out in the boonies. Um, we wanted to have, um, we would, we we really wanted water on our property as far as like some like some type of fresh water source. Trees. Trees. Like um, woods. Not just like a cornfield around us. Which was about 99% of the properties the, we looked yeah, at. Yeah, we're in were the middle of Illinois. So. Yeah, we're in <laughs> Illinois. So it was in the middle of a cornfield, which totally cool if that's what you can get and right. what you want but in my heart i really wanted trees i right. wanted some um texture texture yeah. to the land and also i wanted to kind of avoid if i could just being surrounded by sprayed cornfields i know that's not always avo avoidable right. and you take what you can get so i totally understand that right. but it was something i had in my mind and in my heart that i really didn't want if i could have a have a choice in the matter right so we were we we found this property and um, we'll focus on the, the topic at hand more so on this one, but uh, we found the property, uh, we made an offer, we got the deal, it finally went through, and it's been five years now, and right. we've been on the property. So, um, so Julian, that would have been Julianne at, 12. she's 17, at 12-ish, yeah. and because uh, we moved in in the spring, right? So yeah. turning 12, and then um, Jesse being a toddler. Mm -hmm. So, um, there has been much growing up that has taken place on the farm, which has been really fun yeah. to see um, when you look back. Which is, in yeah, it's funny because it's only been five years. It's only been five but years, it's but it's been, been five years. years yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, oh my goodness, yeah. you know. Um, so we're going to talk about some points that we just discussed ahead of time of some important things. And again, this doesn't just pertain to homesteaders, but it's something that's very real because when you take on a big project, right. you can expect there to be big stresses. <clears throat> and if you guys aren't, this is what Josh was talking about before, yeah. if you're not in a place where you're ready to do that, I think it can destroy a lot of marriages. Um, right. and, and at the very least cause division. Cause yeah. so much yeah. trouble and division and things falling through the cracks. 
And I also think it's important to say that um, because we are very transparent people, like if you were sitting here with us, we'd be happy to share the ins and outs of our lives with you. But it's important to understand that we are not perfect at anything, right. that we are always growing and um, trusting the Lord in all things yeah. as we move forward. And he's brought us out, out and through of some pretty difficult situations. So we're thankful for that. Oh, yeah. But we're going to share some some tidbits <laughs> that hopefully can encourage you today. What's number one thing that you've got to have if you're going to survive you having gotta, a homestead? You've you got to be able to talk. Talk. Communication. Talk right? with your coffee. Right. <laughs> no, you got to communicate. Right. Um, so how, how do you communicate? Besides, we go to coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this has to do, I don't care whether you have one kid mm -hmm. or ten kids, which I don't have, so I don't know. But if you, no matter how many kids you have, you need to take time to talk to each other. Right. Uh, it's very easy. It would be easy to go whole days or several days probably without actually, like, connecting. Like, right. besides talking about the basics, like what you... Right. Right. Yeah. What needs to be done? What needs to be, you right. know, who needs to be fed? <laughs> right. And um, we used to have to consider ba getting babysitters and stuff when we wanted to go on a date. I'm, right. We'll talk about this in a minute. You don't have to leave your house to connect with each other, but no. it does help, especially the more children and more responsibilities you have at the house to be able to like separate yourself and prioritize the time together right. um, and communicate with each other. Talk about what's going on. Well, and, and that, just to go with that, the, you know, we, you take and you prioritize things and you invest in different things. And one of that time is just is taking the time to invest that time and sometimes a little bit of finances to spend that quality time together. So I think that's on point with, you know, it's you, you, you work within your budget at different seasons and you work within your means. Um, and it doesn't have to be going out for a, a $300 meal. <laughs> it, it can be going out for a, you know, a $4 cup, cup right. of coffee, which is don't you way think... more than a n normal cup of coffee. But <laughs> Right. We like supporting Grace. Yeah. Shout out to Grace. We appreciate you. Yeah. And Lakeview in New Yorkville. If you guys are local people, go check out both Grace and Lakeview. Don't you, like if we're being transparent, like the other day we came here. Right. You had been on shift. Some things had, you know, had been going on in our lives, both of our lives. Right. And I could tell that we needed to just come sit here, even if it was just for an hour or two real quick, right. fit it in in the middle of the afternoon and just chat and talk right. with each other. And we also run a business together. So not only right. is it a homestead, we run a family business, all of us together. So right. for us to be able to sit down, I was like, let's go sit at Grace for a couple hours and just, you know, you can even come here and get water or tea or whatever, right. but you just come, separate yourself, sit by the fire and breathe and right. talk and just say, hey, what's going on? And as when you're taking on big things, whether it's a homestead or a project or whatever, just talking to each other and being honest, not right. holding that stuff in, like this is a challenge for me this week, you know, this is what's going on, this is on my mind, this is on my heart, right. and bringing it to the light, right? Because right. when things are brought to the light, then it can't hide in that darkness and fester and whatever else. Right. So communicate with each other, communicate with each other. and. If, if that's a weakness of yours, like talking and communicating with your spouse, you need to get better at it. Uh, you need to just bring those things up and yeah. talk about it so that there doesn't become a point of contention between you or frustration that just never gets discussed. Mm -hmm. So talk to each other. And like I said, you don't have to go on a date, or you said that, right. you don't have to go on a date. I remember when we had lots of little kids all at once, when it was just the younger four, and the olders had not kind of like moved on to that older right. part. and. Um, one of my favorite things to do as a family, we lived in a neighborhood, 
was to put the kids in the stroller and walk around the neighborhood every right. day. When the weather was nice, we would walk every day. Yeah. And during those walks, <clears throat> we would talk. And even if it wasn't a, you know, you can talk in a way that's like kind of over the heads of little kids, littles, you know? Yeah. And uh, spending that time together just of connection and kind right. of putting down the work. So it's, you can just make that time however you need to make that time. Right. Once the little kids are in bed, you can talk at night, you know, get up early in the morning and talk in the morning, whatever you have to do to communicate and keep those lines of communication open. And the communication is, it's the key for all of the other things that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Because if you're not communicating and you don't have open lines of communication. You won't be able to fill in all these other gaps. And it, and it, it just won't happen. And, and there, inevitably, it seems like there's usually one person in a relationship that's better in different areas of communication. Sometimes there's a person who communicates better when things are kind of like rough, and there's other one who communicates a little more tactfully when things are just more smooth. It's just... Which one are we? I don't... <laughs> I think... You can throw me under the bus. I no, don't but care there, where I... <laughs> I think there's times when, like you said, like the other day, you just said, you know what, forget it. I see that there, this isn't going the direction it needs to be going, and I'm going to hit the reset button. Right, because I didn't want to just spend the whole day. Like, I'd rather... I would much rather talk to you abruptly right. in in a you know in a sweet way or with friends if you feel you know you just talk about it right. like i'm i would never be offended if 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 i was sitting here with any of you you know having coffee or whatever asking me a very uh, blunt question mm -hmm. i have no problem handling that and right. so i would rather always talk about stuff and um, i think generally speaking we're both probably a little more blunt yes um but you when you care about someone you still want to bring that up in a respectful way too like yeah. even in your bluntness or your frustration yeah. or your disappointment or all those feelings, you still need to figure out a way to communicate. Yeah. So. And um, let's take this to a new level. Obviously, we you have to communicate with each other, especially stepping into something like a homestead where there's a lot of responsibility, a lot of property, but we have older kids and we include them in a lot of conversations. A lot. A lot. A lot. Like we'll yeah. even go out on, on dates, <laughs> you right. know, with the big kids. Um, as you should. The team meetings. <laughs> the team meetings, family yeah. meetings, team yeah. meetings, and talk about big decisions. Mm -hmm. um, and just so everyone's on the same page, we can he hear the heart of the kids and make sure, check in with them and make sure that they are on board. Right. Um, and make sure that the team is functioning well. It's well, a I think team this, effort. I think this goes into uh, number two is agreement. And I, I think with agreement, we could I could even tie in communication with assumptions. Right. Because like, for instance, Marie is, she runs our chicken operation. And if I were just to assume year after year after year that she wanted more chickens, then that wouldn't be very good communication. So I know that we're talking about marriage and homestead, but we're also talking about communication. And to tie in with the, the topic of communication, and then agreement in your decision-making process right. is to are be, you, yeah. Are you in agreement? Right. So um, let's let's look at an, an example to help give some clarity in what we're talking about. So you've got to communicate, but you also have to be in agreement. Right. So let's say you communicate with each other that one of you wants to get dairy cows. Yeah, okay? here we go. We were in agreement <laughs> about dairy cows. I'm totally in the clear, so that's yes. why I can bring this up. Um, you know, I told Josh I wanted dairy cows. And we talked about it, kind of let it lie for a little while, and we looked and, and began that process. You were in agreement. Pretty much Josh's game for just about just about anything, not everything, but... Um, and this is because of our of our number third point that we'll get into later on. Don't rush me. Yes. Um, just but it's it. true. Uh, so you communicate, and then you have to decide if you're in agreement. Let's say if I brought it to Josh that I wanted dairy cows, which is a huge responsibility. If you haven't taken that step, just be aware. It is a huge responsibility, and yes. I highly recommend doing your research. 
yeah. which we did, and I loved it for the time that we had, but I had to lay that down. That's We've covered that in previous videos. Right. But we were in agreement about that. But then also, when it was time to sell the cows, we were also in agreement about that. Right. Um, but let's say I was all on board with getting the cows, but Josh was not on board. Right. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't move forward on something right. um, because it will cause trouble. Yeah. Um, and it causes this contention between you to where, like, you would, let's, I'm saying hypothetically, you would always resent right. the time that it took for me to do the cows. You could, I'm saying, right. if you would not have been on board. But because we're in agreement, we understood what what it took to, to do it and have right. it. And if I asked for help, you would help and stuff like that. But make sure, and like he was talking with the kids, whoever is participating in the big projects and making the decisions for the homestead, are you on the same page? Right. Can you agree about it? And if not, you need to lay it down for a season. And sometimes yeah. that's really hard because if it's something you really want to do, you just... And like, I'll even tag off that this isn't an area that you want to agree to disagree. No. It's like so many people are quick to say that, that I'm around. I'm like, no. You really, you really need to come to a point of where you're you're going to make an agreement and you're going to be unified in that agreement to move forward. Because yeah. if you agree to disagree, you're just causing an area for dissension and a whole bunch of non-grace moments. I don't feel like <laughs> I don't feel like we adopt that. No, principle. we do not. But there Maybe are there are years. others that I communicate with yeah. um, quite often that they're like, oh, well, we'll disagree to disagree, and I'm like, well. Sometimes in life, you just need to come to a, a resolute agreement. And understand and, other people's yes. perspective. Like, yeah. um, you know, I can't think of an example because I haven't moved forward on an animal or on a something Project, without yeah. us being on the same page mm -hmm. about it here at the homestead. But in previous houses and years, as we've learned, we've learned these lessons the hard way. Right. <laughs> so that's why we're sharing them with you is because when we haven't done that in the past it causes just that trouble right. and if you aren't in agreement about it there's probably a reason behind it and maybe some underlying things that need to be worked on before yes. you can move forward with those things so communicate with each other find out what you agree on and move forward on those things right. um and this can keep going in the same realm but number right. three be willing with your homestead and your farm property be willing to change something right. that is not working. Yeah, you've got to be willing to adapt to situations and to make sometimes drastic changes in proper timing. Too. In order. I'm not saying that you just, you know, one day you just go out and, you know, get rid of the cows in an in a efficient and fast manner. <laughs> um, Put them in the freezer. Ground beef. <laughs> no, um, no, no. No, there, but there's, for instance, we'll, we'll go with the cow thing, is that, you know, about midwinter, uh, second year into it, and he was like, I, I think that we need, we can start thinking about, you know, getting rid of the cows here. And we well, I talked about my, exit I strategies. Yeah, I yeah. shared my frustrations, first of all. I, I shared, actually, complete transparency how much I loved having them on the property. I loved what they brought. Right. I, I love the product that they produce. Um, I love their sweet little faces. <laughs> we had Guernseys, um, beautiful Guernsey cows. Right. And, uh, but I... I communicated to Josh that I, you know, I was the one doing the cows. It was kind of my, the kids I knew because we had talked about it, right. that they didn't want that responsibility. That right. was my responsibility. Right. And I knew that. And Josh helped me if I needed help, if I asked. But right. um, all kids, all six kids had moved into being school aged. Right. And the older ones are pretty self-sufficient, but the younger four all needed me. Homeschooled, by the Homeschool, way. Homeschool, homeschool yes. kids. 
uh, needed me and needed more time, and I could feel kind of that lack of order to right. things. And I felt like I was always playing catch up by the time I went out, and even though I got up early, I would get up and take care of the morning chores and right. still feel like I was playing catch up. Well, I communicated this to Josh, and he thought about it, and we continued to communicate it. It didn't happen that day. We just continued no. to talk about it. It took months. And I mean, keep those that line of communication over. I mean, I still milked through the whole winter, the right. rest of that winter, even Into though I was spring. feeling yeah. that tug as I was trying to, you know, balance all the things. You know, we talked in our last um, Let's Talk About It video about commanding your day, and right. I felt like I wasn't able to do that in that season of life, and I didn't like that feeling right. um, because I like the piece that the order brings to it. Right. So I brought it to you. And we came up with an exit strategy. That's, yeah. I mean, really just to sum that one up is we, we came up with how are we gonna efficiently and effectively move out of this um, and still remain profitable, like not, like, you know, not, you know, get rid of things at losses right. and stuff like that. Um, and, and how do we move forward in that area to, right. to make that transition right. in, in agreement and be willing to change in that yeah. area. So so when something is not working on your homestead, we have, seen, yeah. we have seen this with our own eyes. Right. Um, families and farmers and homesteaders yeah. just keep trying. Right. <laughs> not that you give up. Like no. We're not talking about giving up, but there, sometimes things are just not working. And when they don't work, eventually yeah. you need to say, okay, it's a, a wise decision to lay that down. And there's times that your your family, your homesteading, your family dynamics will change. Like we, yeah. we already, we've seen it with other friends and family um, in in the farming community, just generally speaking. And we, we see it coming around the corner for us. You know, it's and it's not sad. Yeah, I don't have babies anymore. But it's the it's reality that that you that you have to make those adaptions. You have to make those modifications, and you have to um, be willing to change because. Yeah. Your family dynamics will change. Yeah. Your your working hands um, will change as people grow up and move on or find interest in other areas. Um, I don't want my kids can all stay home for their whole lives. Yeah, we're not I, trying to kick I'm them not out the kicking door. anybody yeah. out. Um, if they get married, everyone can just move to the farm. <laughs> like that's how I'm. That's how I'm. <laughs> right. <laughs> really. Um, but no, that's important. But because yeah, you're, they're getting older. Julian's, you know, 17 probably by the time this video uh, hits live yeah. for you guys. And it's just like, you know, it's different. It's awesome in so many ways, but it's right. different, you right. know. And it also allows for more freedom. I was just talking to a friend this morning on the phone about it. And right. it's, you know, when you have little ones at home, like I did when we had the dairy cows and everybody needed mom, right. it was different. So I'm actually not marking uh, dairy cows or steer off my list forever. No, I wouldn't mind getting some, like, some beef steer on yeah. the property. So we'll, we'll look, like once again, be we'll continued. be willing to change. We're willing to change. <laughs> and the thing is, you can't let stubbornness get in the way. No. Stubbornness will wreck your family yeah. and it'll wreck your farm right. and um, your family business, which we are trying to run. Right. So, so these are all very important things to consider. So communicate with each other, be in agreement about things, be willing to change when things aren't working. Right. Talk about priorities. We have a lot of things on our plate. Priorities. Priorities. So, like how? Like, like that's an open-ended question okay, the right there. What are your <laughs> priorities? So your homestead um, can't ever be your number one priority. No. And maybe that's just my opinion because of what we consider as valuable no. in relationships. Right. But there my, are there are the times Lord, that it will take a priority. It, yeah. Well, but it, won't but be the it is priority. a higher it is right. a high priority because right. we are not only do we have a homestead but we run a business from it. Right. And we're hoping to 
to make a generational business out of it right. and grow it and expand. So it's important, but our relationship with the Lord comes first. Yep. Our marriage comes second. Yep. And family. the family comes right, right below the marriage, right. just as important. And then comes the other stuff. So if you have, let's touch on it real quick though, because once again, Annie's going to breeze right through something is the kids are vitally important. However, when the marriage becomes less important than the kids, in my opinion, you will run into many roadblocks and many stumbling blocks. Well, someday because someday when they move out, then you're in a heap of trouble. Right. And the, the community, all of these things that we, that we previously spoke about is communication will, will break down very quickly when you start putting the kids above the marriage. Um, your agreement will start to fall apart because you're not communicating and your willingness to adapt and change to make things continue to be remain in the right priority. So it's right. a, it's they all go together. It's a domino effect. And I know that it's, it's worth but it's worth pointing out um, there are there are those who are younger and I'm just going to be blunt here that they have a child and they lose focus of each other very quickly. Yeah. And that can be detrimental. Um, we've seen it firsthand right. where it's just it you have a breakdown of all of these other things that we're talking about. Right. So, well, like and said, in particular with homesteading, right. having the big responsibility of what that is. And this, I mean, this is a tried and true thing that has stood the, you know, for generations. Like if you don't keep your priorities in check, you lose them. You right. lose whatever that is, or right. the quality really deteriorates to practically right. nothing. And so let's say you put your kids above your husband and you put your homestead above your husband or right. you put everything um, else all these yeah. things you know above these relationships with people right um even the people that come onto the property like we prioritize the people more than just the business part of it right. but people that'll before be, product right that right. that is to be considered for another talk right but these things if you don't have your priorities in order you're gonna feel it Right. And you're going to feel it in your marriage. You're going to feel it in your family. You're going to feel it in your kids. If you ignore your kids and never spend time with them, right. they're going to feel that too. And it's right. Know? It's I mean, literally, it's right on our banner. It's the Hardway Farms is about family, community, and hope, yeah. right? And we 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 have an overarching priority that will keep those things in order to move our our processes forward that we have. Yeah. So. Yeah. Prioritization and having proper priorities is a is another big one, right? It's it's huge, and it's easy to get it out of whack. Yep. It's easy to get out of whack, and you just have that's when you just have to be aware of how everybody's feeling and right. how the dynamic of the family and the dynamic of the farm. Because again, if you ignore the farm, things will die. Yeah. Like you can't, you yeah. know. You guys know that we just got to spend some family time at a water park and we just got to go skiing last minute and we were in a season of life the last few years where we couldn't really get away that much because right. we were doing all sorts of fun yes. things to improve what our business and jobs and stuff like that. Right. And it just wasn't the right time, but we could feel it. Right. We could feel that tug of connection with our children and and each other right. and stuff so to be able to kind of set aside you need to have things in place so that you can have people watch your farm or find some trusted people that you can trade time with or whatever yeah. or Make, you have things set up that they yeah. can kind of be on autopilot our, for 24 hours our animals can be on autopilot even in the winter for 24 hours right. now we can't so and that's what both these trips were right. a quick 24 to uh Wisconsin and a quick, more like 30, come 36, yeah. but come home, take care of things, and then a quick another 36 to yeah. Michigan. And everything was fine. And every, you know, we have 
we have things that keep the waters from freezing and the animals have uh, bulk food things. Anyway, right. so everything was fine. But if you can think ahead before you expand your homestead to a point that is huge, right. think ahead to how do I protect my family time right. and that precious time? We're not talking about spending tons of money, but just about keeping those priorities in check and putting your family above your farm or above right. your homesteading. You know, some people in the name of self-sufficiency will sacrifice everything that is good and everything that is beautiful and everything right. that is right just for the sake of having a homestead. Well, then that's that's wrong. You've yeah, defeated- missed a point somewhere. Totally missed a point somewhere. Right. And last but not least, so we've talked about communication. Are you in agreement? I've got my notes here. So communication, are you in agreement? Are you willing to change? Keep your priorities in check. And last but not least, give each other grace. Yeah. <laughs> it, this It's such a learning curve. Yeah. And um, Josh is not afraid of anything. And he's not afraid of a challenge ahead. And he's a very, very hard worker. Sometimes along with these things come like this feeling of like, are we taking on too much? But because we work together as a team really well, and right. we do talk about these things when stuff comes up, it has worked out so far. Right. But we show each other grace when there's times where we feel like it's too much, like with the cows, or we, if something's not working, we can lay it down. It all goes together, but showing each other grace in the midst of learning these things and making mistakes. And, and I think with that, um, with that showing the grace thing is sometimes you have to, uh, for lack of better terms, you have to default to the least um, tolerant person. <laughs> and it's it's going to come off the wrong way, but, but it's, we, it's the truth. Is that, I'm so, super tolerant. So we, we've talked about this before, that there are there are those that we know that they were designed in my they were designed with the ability to take on two tasks and two tasks really well, and then there's others who can take on 15 tasks and they can, they have the grace to take on those tasks very well, and your spouse might not be. Yeah. the one who's wired to take on as many as right. you and, and you might stress them out like to no end if you right. try to take on those things right and um think maybe thankfully you, yeah. i think we work together pretty well in this right. because i know that when you take on these things that they're not going to fall apart you you we're going to get them, them done right right and um and you do them with some gusto um right. so that works out pretty good but you've got to be in communication with each other right and i and if it ever got to be too much, that's when you have to rein it in, and you can show you can show grace to one another and just say, "Hey, I think this is too much. <laughs> this is too much for us. This is too much for me, or this is too much for this kid to take mm -hmm. on." And just to say, "Okay, we're going to lay that down for a season. It doesn't have right. to be forever, but we're just going to lay it down." Right. So show each other grace in these things, and take a deep breath, and remember that your homestead or your farm property or this your business and your big things that you're trying to create and grow right. should never come before the people in your life and should right. never come before your family and the people that you're trying to impact right. positively. Yeah, you've so, got to you've got to have that prioritization and that focus on one, yeah. what the main thing is. Yeah, keep the main thing the main, the main thing, thing yeah. right? <laughs> and not getting distracted by other things. Yeah. So we are going to finish our coffee and my pecan roll and our date and our time together. But we just hope this was an encouragement to you today. These are things that we are working on always. Always, always, always. And uh, we just want to encourage you guys in this. So we hope you all have a blessed day and we'll see you all in the next video.